Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm still going through dog photos. <laughs> I can't get through them all. There's so many. Dog photos are the bomb. Uh, Producer Jay had this idea last year that we should quit sports radio and just start an entire network of nothing but shows about dogs. I think he's on to something. I think he's on to something. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Again, thank you so much for all of your dog photos. They are incredible. Who knew there were so many shapes and sizes and personalities and facial expressions uh, and colors and sleeping positions for your dogs (laughs) oh my gosh it's amazing i encourage you on this monday if it's a manic monday or if it's a monster monday and you just need some smiles and some joy please check out uh the the thread that's on twitter a law radio or our show twitter and then on our facebook page although make sure you set aside some time because we've got thousands of photos of dogs but they will make you happy and they're just there's so many of them it's awesome it's like a a, a encyclopedia of dogs and the names that you all have come up with are fantastic I just saw two that are whiskey and river (laughs) I've seen a few named after sports stadiums or teams like Lambo that's one I just saw and I'm a fan of big dogs. I know many of you have smaller dogs. They certainly are easier to take care of, and many of them will live longer, too, the small purebreds. Um, but it's just awesome. The ears, the the noses, the colors, and, again, the smiles and the crazy facial expressions that our dogs give us. We know when they're having a tood. We, my, in my family, we call it a puppetude when they're having a tood. Uh, so Penny, my Penny, ha- is she's sweet, and she's sassy and she's stubborn as ever um and and she's a senior 
And, you know, they all come with different challenges. Uh, So I appreciate all your kind words and sharing your puppy photos because they have made my weekend. We started that on Friday morning and the photos are still, they're still coming in. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I know a lot of you have been through the same thing where you have to make a tough decision about an older puppy. Uh, So that's really hard. Um, Somebody posted on Facebook too that it's a, it's a lifetime of happiness and joy and smiles and laughter and adventures, and it's one really bad day. I wish that were true. I wish it was one bad day. I know that in 2020, when I had to say goodbye to my 18-year-old cat, I cried like a baby for two weeks. Two weeks over a cat. Cats are great, but let's be honest. We don't quite form the same, most of them, we don't form the same attachments or they don't form the same attachments to us, right? Uh, Cats are awesome. I've had cats my entire life since I was seven years old. Uh, So I love cats. I still have one at home. Sugar's a disaster. She's, you want to talk about diva. She's like the worst of the NFL wide receivers. Um, But I know she's going to miss Penny a ton. Dogs are just different in that. At least my dog. She traveled with me. We made four road trips to Houston, for heaven's sakes, most recently for the wedding. Uh, She's so popular in my neighborhood. I've lived in my neighborhood now going on nine years, and they everyone knows the dog. They don't know me. They know the dog. Uh, They always ask, how's she doing? Some neighbors say to me, oh, she looks really good, because they know they've been seeing her around for, for a long time. Uh, So thank you for your photos. Thank you for your empathy. And also thank you for your 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 just your I don't want to call it a club necessarily because it's not that elite, but your your company in in being dog owners and dog lovers too because it's it's meant a lot to me to know that I'm not alone or to be reminded that I'm not alone in this and and I tell Penny she's she's famous just like I told my Grammy Helen you're famous. Grammy would laugh at that. So it's After Hours on our Facebook page or on our YouTube channel and also uh, on Twitter. And our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. We kind of went through the NBA in the first hour. Uh, The West is tight, okay? That's what you need to know. Uh, But the defending champions, they're finding a groove. Nikola Jokic has had three triple doubles since the All-Star break, and the Nuggets are 3-0. So they're now reeling in the Timberwolves and the Thunder at the top. They've already passed the Clippers at the top of the Western Conference. So beware of them. They're hot to trot. Uh, The Suns... When they get all five of their starters to play as well as they did last night, they're also a load and a team to beat because it's not just KD and it's not just uh, Devin Booker. They get 24 points from Grayson Allen. Uh, They get a huge game from Yusuf Nurkic on both ends of the floor. Uh, Royce O'Neal contributes double figures as well. So a big deal for the Suns as they're trying to climb the ranks in the West, but also take care of unfinished business. I just thought it was somewhat ironic, and I know this happens a lot, but here are the Suns who are starting to thrive under Frank Vogel, and they're playing their former team, uh, his former team, excuse me, in the Lakers, who wanted something different, right? And, well, here's what's happening with the Lakers. They're in the same situation as they were a year ago. They rely far too heavily on Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Not that they don't get contributions from other places. At times they do. But the issue is going to end up being the same. Right? You're going to end up 
having to ride those two. Now, if D'Angelo Russell stays healthy, that's an extra wrinkle. But when D'Angelo gets hurt, and and sometimes he does, and he can't pick up the load as much, well, then you're going to run into an issue. Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they both have double-doubles, of course. That's what they're paid to do. The Lakers don't get a lot off the bench, though I I do think that there's a, a possibility here that Spencer Dinwiddie could find a find his spot in the rotation, that he could find that rhythm and groove. He's been through a lot, right, in the, the last couple of years of his career, well, his whole career uh, with injuries and stuff, but um, the, the different places that he's bounced around over the last couple of seasons, it's kind of hard to get comfortable. You feel like you're constantly changing, not just uniforms, but changing teammates and, and having to, to find an, a new comfort zone. So the, the, the Brooklyn to Washington to Dallas to Brooklyn, now to L.A., goodness. That's all happened, by the way. Like his first stint in Brooklyn ended in, was it 20, it was the end of the 21 season, right? Um, and well, it was the end of the 21 season and then he has the year in Washington and then a couple years in Dallas and then gets traded back to Brooklyn. Oh, hi Kyrie. And, and now is with the Lakers. So it's, it's been a lot for him, but I do love his talent. I do appreciate his professionalism and I do think he could be a viable piece off the bench. It's just a matter of, of getting comfortable there. Right. And them getting comfortable with him. Uh, but I do wonder about the Lakers if they're going to end up in the exact same situation. We'll see. Uh, the playoffs are, what are we, seven weeks away, six, seven weeks away. I don't know exactly when they start. They're usually right around the Masters when they start. Um, so we'll see how how they do and whether or not they can keep this group healthy and moving forward. Uh, something that caught my attention on Sunday <laughs> While we were talking about the the uh, NBA, <laughs> Doc Rivers returns to Philadelphia now as the new, very new, head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Head coach, Doc Rivers. Well, today's starters, the 6'2 from Weber State in Missouri, Damian Lillard. Oh my gosh, he got booed, and not just booed, but it was loud. Loud. They showered him with the booze, the the vocal booze, not the other booze, because that would be criminal. Anyway, <laughs> he initially wants us to believe he didn't even notice. I didn't even make it. I didn't even hear it, to be honest. And I don't, you know, that means I was back at home. <laughs> <laughs> You're a member of the media. For most of this, this uh, season, there's no way you did not hear the booing. <laughs> That's just, you can barely talk to your team in the huddle over that kind of booing in Philadelphia. And also, what the heck is, well, this is a loaded question. What the heck is wrong with those fans? Are you kidding me? Like, blame the coach. Don't blame the players that you had on your team. Um, don't blame James Harden, although I'm sure he he gets booed as well by Philly fans. I mean, it's unbelievable, the revisionist history, how all of a sudden it's all Doc Rivers' fault that the team couldn't capitalize and couldn't close uh, close out the series against the Celtics, right? So Doc was asked about his time in Philadelphia, and he's gracious. It was awesome. I mean, really. Like, listen, I had three good years uh, here. And that, I'm not talking about basketball. I'm just talking about life. I, I enjoy my, my stay here. Um, you know, I, I have made friends for life uh, from here. 
Um, still come in, snuck in a couple times, got some golf in at Billy Cricket. So, no, this was good. Fans were good. Somebody, it's a couple of hilarious comments. I will say that. <laughs> so he hears the comments, but doesn't hear the booing. The booing is so loud you can't miss it. He just maybe thought it was part of the pregame ceremonies. Maybe they were pumping it in (laughs) through the loudspeaker. Who got caught a few years ago pumping in crowd noise over the loudspeaker? Who was that? It was an NFL team, right? Sounds familiar. I can't remember who it was, but I know. Let me look it up. Yeah. I feel like that was the story that we talked about. Not that it bothered me. I mean, whatever. Your job is to make it a raucous atmosphere for the uh, visiting team. If if you got (laughs) to... You got to re-rack the fans and play it over the loudspeaker, then that's fine. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Now, the Bucks go in there and they get a much-needed win, uh, but they're still below 500 since Doc Rivers took over in Milwaukee. I'm, I'm sure he's going to get blamed for that as well. But at least they've they've started to maybe find a rhythm. Um, I, I hope that they have found a rhythm because they have far too much talent to not capitalize and take advantage of it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they, they're they still trying to find their footing post-Adrian Griffin when, oh, yeah, they had 30 wins post-Adrian Griffin. Uh, right now they're up to a grand old seven wins uh, since Doc Rivers took over. Well, seven wins since Adrian Griffin got fired. Um, you know, they, they had to make that transition to Doc Rivers. Remember, he initially had some reservations because of what they did to Adrian Griffin. Um, so, however much time people want to spend on the Philadelphia chapter of his career, it sounds like he's moving on and and really doesn't have answers about why they weren't able to dispose of the Celtics when they had the opportunity. Honestly, I haven't thought about it much since. Um, I mean, uh, maybe they were better. Could that be a possibility? (laughs) You know, Uh, that's probably why you picked them. Right. Oh, you know, wow. so that's one reason I thought game six was our game. I, I didn't think we uh, I didn't think Joel got the ball enough. And, and trust me, it was for him to get it. And, and he didn't get it. Um, I don't know how healthy he was. So um, but as I've told you guys a 100 times, you put yourself in those positions and winning is hard and you're going to win some of them. You're not going to win some of them. And, and you just keep going. You know, um, I think that's the answer. Hmm. It's true. That is sports, right? Win some, you lose some. You do the best that you can. And sometimes the other teams are just better. And he's seen a lot. He's lived a lot of basketball life. Um, I'm impressed that he continues to to bounce back and that he takes it with a grain of salt. And I mean, he played it too, right? And he does have a championship. <laughs> but like the guy who called us earlier and said, he's good. The Broncos won two Super Bowls in the late 90s, so he's fine for the rest of his life. Uh, that does not apply to Doc Rivers, right? People forget the fact that he helped to lead the Bronco, uh, Broncos. Oh, Evans. It's a Monday morning. He helped to lead the Celtics to a championship and a place that they had not been able to get to, right? They had Hall of Famers on their roster. It took Doc Rivers getting in there to lead them to that promised land. Um, and somehow that doesn't seem to count anymore. What counts is is the fact that his teams have had some, some pretty tough collapses, uh, including in the bubble, um, and that they haven't gotten back to the NBA Finals. But I don't know, that might be a Philly problem because they've had other coaches who've led them to that point and can't quite get over the hump. 
All right, on Twitter, A Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. Uh, while we're talking about the East, just really quickly, and then we'll get to our break. Um, the the West is tight. The East, not so much, because coming out of the break, as as there are some other good teams, but as we've talked about, the Celtics are the team to beat, and now they've won eight in a row, and they've expanded that lead atop the East to seven and a half games. When it comes down to the playoffs, none of that stuff really matters. You know, I feel like, you know, it's going to be about matchups. It's going to be about playing hard. Obviously, home court matters, so that that is key. But, you know, when you get into the thick of it, you got to win basketball games, regardless of what your seat is. If anything, it puts more pressure on you. Um, but I think we're experienced team. We've been in these situations before, and I think we're ready. Well, that's true. And they added Drew Holiday. That's Jalen Brown. They added Drew Holiday, which is uh, a stabilizing force and a guy who can play both ends of the court. I mean, he doesn't need to be a primary scorer because they've got both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, but yeah, if the last two years didn't serve as motivation, you'd have to be worried about these Celtics. Um, look where they are now at 45 and 12, the best record in the NBA. Uh, by far, and a seven-and-a-half game lead over the Cavaliers, who are sitting in the number two spot. And then even the Bucks, with the talent they've got, they're eight-and-a-half back. So we'll see how this plays out. Uh, Celtics, I would think, at this point, there's no reason not to make the number one seed, the top seed, your goal. Why not? I mean, you got to have something to shoot for. Um, I think that that will help with the motivation down the stretch. And we know what the Boston crowds can get. I don't know if they're going to boo Doc Rivers, but, you know, close. So, coming up next, we're going to pivot to college basketball. The games were actually not the top story this weekend. Our friend Jerry Palm will join us. A little early bracketology, but can you believe that March Madness is just a couple weeks away? Selection Sunday is actually St. Patty's Day. Uh, I think that means you have to wear your... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Green. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Rebounded Edie. He goes back to the basket. Count the basket in a foul. 30 points for Zach Edie. An and one opportunity. 220 to play. Can Purdue hold on in Ann Arbor? Braden Smith, top of the key. A Mason Gillis three is on the way. Triple time. Thank Purdue leading by eight with 14 seconds to play. Williams layup, no good. Tip in, no good. Rebounded Braden Smith, and the Purdue Boilermakers are going to win this game in Ann Arbor, Michigan. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Purdue is on a mission, but it remains to be seen how the Boilermakers will capitalize and maybe take care of some unfinished business or find some redemption, a la Virginia style, coming up in March Madness. But we are so close to Selection Sunday and to the, I got to say, the coolest three weeks in sports. It's the perfect tournament, the perfect postseason uh, for college hoops. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Our friend Jerry Palm uh, furiously doing and redoing and redoing and redoing some more of his brackets as we get closer to this uh, selection committee and the selection show. And he joins us uh, this morning. I, I hope it's not because you're redoing a bracket at this hour. <laughs> no. I was actually able to redo it last night before I went to bed because uh, games ended early and the and the NCAA got the net rankings out, and so I was able to to make tweaks last night. Mm. Now, you as uh, someone who's been doing this for a long time, you're really well able to track what happens going towards Selection Sunday. But for people who aren't familiar with your work, how, what do you average one wrong per bracket? Oh yeah, one team out. Yeah, I miss one team. A year, I guess you'd say. What? Um, Stop it. Every once in a while, get them all. Um, can't remember the last time I missed two. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's usually uh, usually one team the committee will have in that I don't. Mm. So then Purdue, which is your alma mater, but also yep. uh, one of the best teams in the country, had a loss, kind of got stunned. Was it last week or the week before? Uh, and, and so they certainly now thinking about uh, – you know, just the, the unfinished business of it all and, and wanting to take advantage of a team that is still really good. How do you have them in terms of, or how right now are they, in terms of overall number one seed? Yeah, they are, uh, in my bracket, the overall number one seed. And it has to do with the depth and quality of their wins. Um, the committee gave us their top 16 a, a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And... They uh, had Purdue overall number one as well, and then Purdue went out and lost right away yeah. uh, at Ohio State. And then, um, so then UConn jumped them, and then UConn lost, and Purdue jumped them back. Uh, but Purdue, uh, Connecticut, Houston are the top three. Uh, they'll be, barring some sort of an epic collapse, the top three 
again on Selection Sunday in some order or another. Um, it would take uh, – there's an enormous gap between those three teams and number four. Okay. And number four, for me, currently is North Carolina. There are cases to be made for Arizona. Um, maybe Tennessee can can make a case for themselves. It's been a bit of a revolving door, the fourth spot. Um, but uh, there's an enormous gap. Like Houston, Connecticut, Purdue would have to lose at least twice Ooh. before you even think about making them fourth. What else did you learn from uh, what you found out with the committee and their version of bracketology? Well, um, they, they put a lot of value on quality wins. And we saw that uh, with Wisconsin um, being uh, the one of the four seeds. They've had a, they had had a rough stretch going into that time. Uh, they'd lost four in a row. Um, but the committee doesn't get into recency bias. We saw it with North Carolina as well as a two. They'd been playing poorly going into the show as well. Um, but the Wisconsin has got, in terms of like quad one and two wins, at that time, I think they had the fourth most um, behind you know, Purdue and Connecticut and I think Houston. So, uh, But they had more losses, which is why there were four, not up there with the ones. But, um, you know, they want, they want to see you beat good competition. Uh, they want to see you beat good competition away from home. <laughs> so if you're, if you're only able to beat good teams on your home floor, you're not going to get seated as highly. You may not even get in um, because the tournament, of course, is not being played on your home court. What? No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. a refresher, right? It's been a year. Um, although there are times when we end up with a home court advantage of sorts for teams. Uh, so how much... Home it, crowds, anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. There you go. Uh, the, being in a, a city that's nearby or being sometimes in, in the actual city, uh, how much do the top three teams that you're speaking of get fav- uh, maybe a favorite status or maybe a... Favorable, I guess, would be the word. A favorable status with the committee when it comes to where they play. Yeah, so the the three teams at the top, uh, Purdue can be placed in Indianapolis. Um, Connecticut can be placed in Brooklyn. Uh, Houston hasn't got a place any closer than Memphis for the first and second round, but the the regional would be Dallas. Hmm. So, yeah, some some pretty favorable sites for the teams at the top. Uh, this year, of course, the sites are determined years in advance, uh, right. but uh, it's um, it's worked out well so far. In fact, the, the fourth number one seed the committee gave us was Arizona. They've since lost uh, maybe twice, um, but they uh, would have fit in really well, too, in the West in uh, Los Angeles uh, region. So um, it's, uh, yeah, we had a, a, a top four where they could have been in any order and still kept the geographic preference they wanted because there was no competition for them. Jerry Palm of CBS Sports is with us here after hours on CBS Sports Radio. You do in the bubble watch uh, last night. Got it in front of me. How much did Wake Forest help itself with the victory over Duke? Yeah, it was big. Um, it was their best win of the year. Uh, that's a team that is the I, like one I was just talking about. They've uh, haven't been able to really get it done off their home floor yet, uh, but they don't have any bad losses. Um, they've got you know, nine, I guess, nine losses. Um, most all in quad one and two. Duke is their only quad one win. Uh, they beat Florida at home, and they kind of go back and forth, but they're a probable tournament team. Um, you know, But they don't really have Virginia, I guess, probably going to make the tournament. Uh, but there's not a lot of 
probable tournament teams that they've beaten, but Duke was, you know, that's a that's a gold star on the resume. But now they need to show they can do it away from home if they really want to stay in the bracket. You watch a lot of college basketball, obviously college football too, um, and we're seeing a couple of these incidents like the Duke Wake Forest where fans storm the court and uh, either a player gets impacted or gets stuck or in the case of Kyle Filipowski gets hurt. This is what he had to say just so people can hear it. Uh, Jay, if you want to play Kyle for us, this comes from WFMY News. Do you not have it? Okay, never mind. So anyway, he called it ridiculous. We'll get to it. Sorry about that, Jerry. Called it ridiculous and and just mentioned that he got stepped on and his ankle got turned. And then John Shire talks about it after the fact. Uh, I don't know what can be done, uh, but what are you hearing in college basketball in terms of this being kind of a headline and coming to the forefront again? Yeah, you may remember Caitlin Clark got um, bumped into and knocked over uh, what Ohio, I think it was Ohio State, Mm -hmm. um, stormed the court after they beat uh, Iowa, which is weird. You don't normally see a team ranked as high as Ohio State's women storm the court, but um, it's uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Really, it should never happen. Doesn't happen in any other sport anywhere else. Uh, you might see a football field stormed, but those players are pretty well protected. Um, it's uh, yeah, it just, it just shouldn't happen. Um, and you know, there are you know drastic steps that you could take to prevent it from happening. Fines obviously don't don't work. The mm-hmm. SEC's been fining schools for a few years now and nobody seems to care um but you know as far as i'm concerned you storm the court first time next game the student section's empty <gasps> whoa <laughs> you know that's drastic uh, that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's it, it's going to take you have to do something that affects the kids finding true, the school true. does not affect the kids um purdue my team uh has been good now for a few years and has been court stormed 10 of it the last 11 road losses and so far, it's been without incident, but it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, and you lose, you know, if you're Duke, and I don't know how badly injured Filipkowski is, um, but, you, and you hope it doesn't affect him, you know, going forward as he can play. Uh, but, you know, you could, have, you could really change the course of a team season yeah. by being an idiot and, uh, and allowing all these idiots on the floor. And that just can't happen. And I don't think schools try. I don't even think they care. That's the problem is the schools don't care if the students storm the court. In fact, they use it to market. You know, hey, look, our fans are having fun. This, this is, you know, mm. whatever, you know, come, come join our fans. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just dumb. Mm. And actually, according to Kyle, in his in his comments, he thought it was intentional because he felt like there was something to it where once p- the fans got down there and figured out who he was, uh, that he was getting elbowed and he was actually taking some contact that he felt had yeah. a little bit of uh, vim and vigor That's, behind it. So, yeah, it, that could certainly happen. Yeah. If, if you've got it, I mean, obviously it would be an isolated case. I don't think most fans are out there trying to hurt someone. But if you combine, you know, it, let's say there's alcohol, whatever, I know yeah. uh, people don't necessarily buy it there but they can come not being uh sober and so then you've got some fans who think oh i'll take this opportunity maybe help my team a little bit i mean that it is scary and i can imagine the athletes are pretty scared too you know you saw guys trying to help other athletes off the court just to get out of the fray and i agree with you i mean i laughed at this last week uh lsu gets fined because the fans storm the court after was a late win what who the 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 school pays that fine. The students couldn't yeah. care less. Yeah. Well, and not only that, the school doesn't care. 
I mean, because the school gets fined and they don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they. I, I guess you're, as a school, you'd prefer your team be good enough that your fans don't have to storm the court when they win. But eh. you know, you, you. I guess you'll take whatever positive energy you can get. I, I don't know how much longer storming the court is going to be positive energy, but it's a, it is strictly a college thing. You know, I don't, I don't know if it happens in high school or not, but. Um, you know, the pro, pro sports, nobody storms nothing. <laughs> NCAA tournament, you don't see people storming the court, the NCAA tournament. It's, you know, there are ways to, to figure out how to make it happen, and schools just aren't interested in figuring out those ways. Well, as you point out, though, these are not home courts. Now, there might be, uh, no, you know, more fans that are at the NCAA tournament, but they are really yeah. strict about security. So is, yeah. this an, is this a thing of maybe – putting more security. I mean, I like your drastic move there of keeping the student se- section empty, but what about adding security? Yeah, well, I mean, schools need to do something. They need to make an effort. You know, it's uh and you don't don't have to have super ramped up security in every game, right? You just where you could have the kind of, you know, got the kind of opponent coming in where your fans might want to storm the court after the game, but um yeah, it's it's just something needs to be done. Um my answer is drastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if that's what it takes, and that's what it takes. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I, doing nothing and fi- or finding the school is not solving the problem. No, it definitely isn't. And we hope it doesn't take someone really getting hurt, like tearing an ACL or something like that. In the you know something that costs them Punched months. In the face or, yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, that I mean, would be drastic. Know, it's possible that you're, you're committing actual crimes out there. Mm, true. Uh, and how possible is it that you can even find the people who did it unless you happen to have a video of it right? Um, right that, that is very specific or you can zoom in on. Uh, Jerry Palm is with us here after our CBS Sports Radio. We always like to play the game of first four in, uh, f- last four in, first four out. Uh, so yeah. so right now who are sitting in those spots? Yeah, um, for me at the, at the bottom of the bracket, you've got uh, it's Utah, Wake Forest, Gonzaga, Mississippi are the last order. That's actually not the correct order. It's mm-hmm. um, Mississippi, Gonzaga, Utah, Wake Forest. And then the first four out are Texas, Seton Hall, Providence, and Oregon. Um, and really, you know, those eight teams, you can make a case for any of them to get in, and you could even make a better case to leave them all out. It is jarring to see Gonzaga near the cut yeah. line. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, it's. They've, they've got a good team. They've got good players. They're maybe not quite the level of talent we're used to seeing, but, you know, they're still a pretty talented team. They played a good non-conference schedule, as they always do, because they know they can't count on their league right. to give them the kinds of games they need to be to build an at-large profile, but they just did win most of those games. And until they beat Kentucky, they had won any of those games. Uh, that helped them. And, you know, they lost at home to St. Mary's. They have... St. Mary's on the road at the end of the regular season, which is this weekend for them. And then the conference tournament. And if, I think if they get to selection Sunday and their only good win is at Kentucky, that they're not going to make it. And their streak goes back to like 1998. Right. Uh, in terms of, and Michigan State has, I think, the only one that's longer. And they're in a little bit of trouble, too, after uh, losing at home to Ohio State yesterday. How much does that speak to the? competition of college basketball that you can have a team in Gonzaga that's 22 wins and will probably have what, at least one or two more and, and yeah. still they could be on the cut line. Yeah. Well, it's because they've got, you know, Kentucky's a quad one win on the road. Uh, they have 
a couple of games that are quad two, but not teams that are a threat to make the tournament, San Francisco and Syracuse. Everything else is quad three and four. And, you know, those if you're trying to build an NCAA tournament resume, those games aren't helping you uh, do that. Uh, everybody's got them. But, uh, you know, that's just, you know, if that's most of your schedule and you, you're you there three and seven, three and six against, you know, teams in quad one and two. And, you know, when two of those three aren't, really tournament-level teams, you're hanging on by a thread. Hmm. Lots of drama still to come, though. We're getting toward the end of conference play, conference tournaments, which is really the precursor, the hors d'oeuvre, if you will, because I love food, uh, to March Madness. And then, obviously, we've got Selection Sunday and on into the the, uh, perfect, perfect tournament. I can't imagine. If you could change it, Jer, before I let you go, is there anything you would change about it? Yeah, I'd go back to 64. Okay, so get rid of the Dayton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Dayton's great. That's fun, but um, uh, I, 64 was the perfect number, and uh, and they they're of course talking about making it even bigger. No, no, it, it really needs to be smaller. It does. Well, I don't know about the, I see. Here's what I love about Dayton: you generally have one of those teams that then wins in the main bracket too, which I feel like legitimizes it a little bit. Uh, I oh, like that twice, kind of opportunity. Sort of, yeah, we've twice had a team go through Dayton to the Final Four mm-hmm. the very first year uh, of the first four. Uh, VCU did it, and then during the pandemic uh, tournament, the bubble tournament, UCLA did it. Mm-hmm. See, so I'll tolerate it for that reason. But 68 is an <laughs> odd number. I'll agree with you on that. Uh, so find Jerry on Twitter at JP Palm CBS, and he's got uh, how many times a week do you update your brackets? Oh, uh, this time of year it's daily. Uh, daily. I haven't posted today's update yet, but um, it'll be up shortly. Well, considering uh, that it's 5.39 Eastern time, I think you're allowed a little leeway. Well, I'm Central Time. Uh, okay, it's 4:39 um, Central Time. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we love Jerry. Uh, hope to see you soon. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. It's good to talk to you. All right, good to talk to you too. He's got his latest bracket and bubble watch up on his Twitter again at JP Palm CBS. Uh, we almost always make a way to have him in studio either on the night of Selection Sunday or at some point. Uh, as we get closer to March Madness. And, yes, it is a feather in his cap that he maybe misses one team. But, except that, you know, Jerry, you know, it bothers him to miss one team in the 68-team field. <laughs> He's awesome. All right. Uh, we've got one segment left. Uh, maybe do a little more on this court storming because it's kind of interesting. Uh, good. Day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Have you with us After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. Corner, catching fire, Hildred, zip, big bucket, Cam Run, Hildred, and Wakes lead four, 73 69, 4 10 to go. A long pass in the front court, intercepted by Cam Hildred, Horn sounds, and Wake has done it. The Deacons upset Duke by the final score of 83 to 79, and for the first time in four years, Mark, the Deacons off or knock off a top 10 team. Wake stays unbeaten at home, 15-0. The students have stormed the court as Wake hangs on to beat the Devils. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. And therein is the point we wanted you to hear. As the Demon Deacon fans storm the court. That's the call on Learfield IMG. Big win for the Blue Devils. Probably not marred for them. With the storming of the court and the fact that there was some adverse reaction to it because there has been some talk that one of the Duke players got hurt. We talked about this uh, last segment with Jerry Palm of CBS Sports and and John Shire, who's the head coach. Now, he played at Duke at the highest level, understands the fervor and the passion of the fans, but he's wanting to see this tradition, if you will, come to an end. Disappointed we lost. Uh, but look, for me, it's, I'm more concerned about the, the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it, it's a dangerous thing. I don't want this to take away at all from Wake. They earned it. They deserve the win. Steve is a hell of a coach. I respect the heck out of him and his team. They're, they're really good. And if this is an example that they need to be in the tournament, what are we even talking about? John Shire passionate, of course, because if this means he loses one of his top players, even for a short period of time, uh, it matters. And I think that so often changes the perspective, right? So hearing from some of you who like the tradition, uh, just got this tweet from Spencer, A-Law Radio. Storming the court and field is a tradition in college sports. My son plays college football, and he was part of a win. The fans stormed the field. He said he would never forget the win and the celebration. Spencer, I appreciate that perspective. Thank you for sharing it with us. If your son gets hurt, 
doesn't that change a whole lot? So I can understand the passion of John Shire and even of uh, Kyle Filipowski, who calls this ridiculous, right? And he felt like he was targeted uh, as fans were storming the court. And that's the other thing, right? As much as I want to believe it's all just in excitement, euphoria, enthusiasm, supporting the team, not every person has the same altruistic mindset. I would be, I would be certain that 90% of the people who are out there who are storming the court are just doing it because because it's so cool they want to be part of it. Yes, it's a thing in college sports if your team is is uh, fortunate enough to come up with a win over a top team or a top-ranked opponent, something like that, especially in a rivalry. But not everybody keeps that in mind. Not everybody's doing it all in good fun. Not everyone's doing it because they want to be part of something special. No. I mean, there are people who will take liberties, and there are people who are not sober. There are people who are out there and will take a shot at a player or will, I guess, take no regard for that player's safety. Um, Shaka Smart's been around college football for a long college football, sorry, college basketball for a long time. Uh, and you know, he kind of has a different perspective, doesn't necessarily want to ban it. I don't know if I would go as far as to say that there's no place for it because, um, it is a pretty neat scene. I mean, and you look at some of the pictures, um, of like iconic wins with, you know, people hanging off the goalposts in football or, you know, everybody on the court in basketball. So, uh, I wouldn't say like a blanket statement. You got to get rid of it all. Yeah, that's hard, right? Because you ban a tradition that, for the most part, is done in straight up joy, and it's not meant to hurt anyone. It's not meant to, yeah, it's not meant to cause damage to property. Again. <laughs> You're talking about the majority of people who are doing it just because they want to be part of this incredible tradition and something special and they're carried away uh, on a wave of emotion. But there are people who would damage property. I mean, no, that's the case. Um, Stuff gets broken and damaged in victory celebrations right after a team or a city wins a title for the first time in a long time. How often do windows get broken and cars get turned over? And, well, that car belongs to someone, right? I mean, it's it's probably not the person's car who it, who flipped it over. And so people get carried away, and that's why you want to figure out a way to to mitigate it so that the worst doesn't happen. Uh, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for finding me on Twitter, A-Law Radio, and also on our Facebook page. The puppy photos are still coming in. So much more that I want to get to on this edition of the show, like Jay's awful travel story, which is going to have to wait until – because I don't want to give him just 15 seconds. Jay, I feel bad because, like, three times I said we were going to get to it, and this is – I should know better by now. I need to be careful what I tease ahead to because – we always run out of time. I can wait till tomorrow to relive it. It's all right. <laughs> it's still too soon. Yo. All right. So we're doing Jay a favor. He doesn't want to relive uh, his travel nightmare. I mean, it, it's a lot, right? You travel these days. You pay through the nose. And, and then you have no recourse when they cause you to miss connections, lose your luggage, or in Bob's case, rental car place was closed is wrong. Okay, Jay's face. Right, we're, we're, we'll talk about it tomorrow. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Boom! 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 